Hello and welcome to Just Us Browns fans. This is Lisa. And this is James. And we are here to talk about our favorite topic, the Cleveland Browns. Yes. So let's start with training camp. James, what is on your mind? Uh, on my mind today is the headline that I read. Tolio Callaway comes to camp out of shape. Uh, sounds like this is two years in a row now. Two years, okay. <laughs> two years out of two, to be exact. <laughs> well. Uh, it, it bothers me a little. Um, I, I understand that we all have our different types of motivation, but I, I tend to think that self-motivation is the uh, motivation you can most depend on. Um. I, I seen a tweet from him that says, hey, you guys just keep sleeping on me. And I understand that, you know, the fact that he might think people sleeping on him can give him motivation to push harder. But uh, I think I can appreciate more the self-motivation to keep yourself in shape during the off season. This is true. I mean, like the first season, I kind of get it because he was a rookie. And he had been away from football because of his incidents in school. So maybe he didn't understand the level uh, that he needed to come in at. But this is the second year. So at a minimum, you need to come in the way you left um, at, right. the, at the end of last year. So that's a bit concerning. But I'm kind of like, did he not get included in the wide receiver, you know, practices all over the summer? Play, or maybe he did, and he chose not to follow up. I, I'm not sure what the what the scenario is with that. Um, Same I think, he, I think he's just used to, you know, I, this is how this is me. I work myself in the shape. Uh, meanwhile, though, there's a ton of other receivers that are getting a lot of playing time. And that are already in shape. I mean, right. that right there should be motivation alone. Like, wow, our receiver room is stacked to the, you know, is stacked Johnson. Excuse the pun. And uh, <laughs> I need to show and prove. You know, that was that's one of our it seems like we have six Wide receivers already ready to go, and you don't want to be number six. You know, <laughs> I also picked up on, um, you know, some of the comments that they talk that they're talking about. You know, Freddie is like all about consistency and being consistent. I think he also is struggling a little bit with knowing where to be and what to do, like. Him and his play, you know, route running and what he's supposed to do. I think there's a little bit of struggle on that that part as well. Right, because you just can't get out there and run that that nine route, that burner route each time. Right. You right. know, it's easy. Uh, but if you can't do that, then you better. Hello. Hello. Hello? James? Okay, there you go. All right. 
You said it's easy, but you got to be what? I think you have to be one heck of a returner on special teams, punt returns and kick returns. You know. Yeah. If yeah. you're lacking it all during the, if you're lacking it all anywhere uh, within the regular offense, then your special teams play has to be over the top, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, time will tell. This is, I think right now we're recording this. They are on day number eight or nine of camp. So uh, mm-hmm. it is clipping along at a pretty good rate, at a pretty good rate. So. Yeah. I haven't lost faith in the young man. Um, like I said, it's just a little bit disturbing. And uh, I hope I hope he can find what he needs to be a uh, a vital, productive part of this team because uh, there are too many wide receivers to be out here, quote unquote, slipping. Well, yeah, it's it, he just has to kick it up to a, a level of professionalism that he is not aware of. I think he is not embraced. Let's put it that way. Right. So, I, like I said, and I think the the pseudo punishment of not getting any time like with the ones, I think he's getting it. I think they're they're coaching him up on like, dude, no, that's not how this works. You, you absolutely need to be ready in shape. Yeah, ready to go. Like, yeah, because Derek Willies, Willies was hurt last year. You know, and right. now he, he come out of nowhere getting all kinds of reps with the first team. Just moved Higgins and Callaway down to the second team reps. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be interesting to see because, whoo, there are a lot of, like I said, um, there's going to be a lot of good players, talented players that are not going to make this team. So right. we will see. Yes, we will. What? What uh, what else did you have an observation about? Uh, another thing, right before training camp, I believe I seen a record amount of interviews with David Njoku. <laughs> he went through the interview car wash with NFL Network, ESPN, Rich Eisen. I mean, I don't know what you're thinking on it, but I know people was hating on you for going on his interview car wash. And I just... I just, I, I don't know why, but I was just. Why are you, why are you hating on the young man? He is getting his brand out there. He's getting his face time. He is an ambassador for the team. Well, ambassador your way to the Pro Bowl while you out here doing all this talking. That's all I'm saying. I, I think he, you, you know, I always forget. Um, he is, or he was like super, I think he was 20 when they drafted him. He's super, super young. So yes, while this is year three for him, um, I, I think this might be where he, he has his breakout season for a number of reasons, but I think he might be in some serious pro bowl contention. Um, a lot of, of training camp. I'm just seeing him making touchdowns, him with the ball. So <clears throat> we'll see. But don't hate on the interviews, man. Let him let him have his little interview time. Same here. Right. I'll I'll try not to. I just whew, every time I looked up and I was just like, <laughs> what could you have? What could you possibly be saying? It's like he you know, they get on David so he can give up some tea. You know. <laughs> right. And uh, there's only so much to say. 
It was only so much to say. This is true. But in this season of, uh, how do I want to put it? This is the pro-Browns silly season. This is the let's hype this team up to the highest heights, and then we're going to tear them down equally down to the ground because, well, there's too much hype. It's a little, it's got me a little crazy um, because some of the things that these commentators are saying are just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. One more thing on David Njoku. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm still out. Go ahead. Yeah, and then I'm going to be done with it. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay. Here it is. Here's my final opinion on the David Njoku million interviews march that he was on. If there was ever so many interviews that I wanted to see on the guy that I was picked in the first round, it's going to be, what are you going to do to make it to the Pro Bowl this year? You know, at first I was thinking, hey, a game-by-game analysis of, hey, what happened here when you dropped this crucial pass? What happened here when you dropped this crucial pass? That, that is or, wrong. <laughs> where were your blocking skills here? Where were your blocking skills there? Uh, that could be a bit much. Harsh? <laughs> that could be harsh. It could be a little extra. But I just want to know what the young man is doing to improve this game besides buying nice clothes and doing all these interviews, giving up Brown's tea. You know, more work, less hype. That's all okay. I'm saying. Okay, okay. I, I mean, hey, I'm still in the Joku fan. Let's go, Chief. Hopefully you can get out there and do a whole lot of those those big gymnastic slam dunk the ball, whatever you call that, the Chief dunk. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know. Okay. We we will only time will tell. So hopefully he will uh, he will change that for you by his performance in the next few weeks. Next few weeks. So uh, yeah, but like I was saying, I, I'm really the hype. Like you said, it's uh, I get it. This team on paper looks amazing. So you know there is some reason for there to be some true hype out there going on. But some of these national commentators are just, they are saying things that are going to drive me mad. For example, mm-hmm. I was listening to some show. I have no idea who these two people were were talking. And somehow they're like, so let's talk about the Browns. And, you know, can they live up to the hype? And, you know, so they come out and they're going, the first thing the guy says is like, well, yes, yes, I think they can live up to the hype. But, And so then they start with this, his analysis of how he feels there's going to be some issues. And the first thing he says is, well, you know, the hype is going to carry them through the first half of the season. And, you know, they're going to win a lot of those games. And boy, though, when they get to that back half, it's really going to be a struggle because, you know, you have to play, you have to play the Steelers. And, you, you know, you got uh, the Ravens. And I'm like, what is this man talking about? First of all, we have to put 
play Tom Brady game eight. That's red, right in the middle of the season. That's not the back half. I mean, we have some serious teams play the Rams. How is that an easy game? But yet and still, oh, yeah, you'll blow past them. It's the Steelers. They, <laughs> they need to let go of the Steelers, okay? We, we should have beat them at least once last year um, had it not been for some, a few unfortunate things. But I'm like, they're not that far off from either the Steelers or the Ravens. I'm sorry. They just aren't. And, uh, yeah, I, I, again, I, his football knowledge, I should be, should be questioned if he is thinking that we're just going to blow past the first half of the season where we're facing, you know, Tom Terrific. Right, and the Rams, and the Seahawks, and, and the, countless other playoff folks. teams. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking? Because they don't know how to win yet. That's the one thing you said. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, okay. I think they kind of do, but this is a new group of people. There's going to be some adjustment. If anything, I would say the exact opposite and say like, this first this first half is going to be a little dodgy because they have to put it into actual practice. You know, all these new moving parts and, you know, how is this going to work? It's more than a theory. Now you're against real competition. It counts. I would expect to see the stumbles there and then you work things out. But, you know, Agreed. that's just me. Agree. I, I know on our rating show I may have... Uh rated things a little different, but there could be some major stumbles in the first quarter, the first four games, just because all these guys haven't really played games together before. Exactly. So They haven't played games together. The coaching staff hasn't coached together. There's a lot of new that we're going to have to get used to. But we will see. We will see. So, coming up next week, or actually this week, we get some real live action. It is the um, Washington Redskins against the Cleveland Browns, preseason game number one, Uh down at the stadium. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Dwayne Haskins comes back to Ohio. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it'll be interesting to see how I, I guess who is the second quarterback for the Cleveland Browns like who are we going to watch play because uh, we know it won't be a whole bunch of Baker oh uh, maybe the guy that we got from the XFL oh yeah 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 see I need to start learning these people's names like the other folks. The Gilbert? But yeah. Mm, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm just looking forward to real football starting. The Hall of Fame game was absolutely boring as usual. <laughs> um, but it is the start. Oh, it's, it's horrible. I mean, it's it's like it's watching people you don't even know. It's not your team. If your team is in it, you might have had something to, to care about it. But I mean, it's people you don't know. And yeah, 
And it's the backups. The yeah, it's bad. Neither quarterback, neither starting quarterback played it down, which was sort of a downer. <laughs> Not a second. Had no intention. And you just be like, really? You know, and uh, I did want to see uh what's his name? Draymond Jones from Ohio State. I believe he played for Denver. Um and I'm not too sure if I've seen him on the field. I will have to look up. I will have to look that up. But the one thing I like about preseason games um, is I like looking for the rookies, you know, because that's when I figure they're going to get most of their playing time. Uh, and then, of course, you know, being a homer, Ohio State rookies are spread all over the uh, all over Far the league. Far and wide. Far and wide. So yes. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the fact that I, I missed Draymond Jones. Um, I did want to see Locke. Uh, got to see a nice little piece of Locke, who was um, a high, high round draft pick for the Broncos. Uh, I think he was was he second round or something like that. So that was cool. Um, you know, he might he might be the future, uh, depending on how Flacco works out. So. Certain aspects of the game I like. Like I said, I like seeing the hot young rookies, you know, uh, whether it's a high draft pick or somebody from Ohio State. I think, I, I again, preseason of other people's teams is hard to swallow, but okay. Cut. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, either a high round draft pick or uh, a rookie from Ohio State. Things I look for in the preseason. Okay. Well, any other topics for today? Because it looks like we're coming up on our time. I am. I am good, as they say. Awesome. Well, until uh, next week, sir. Bid do. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Arrivederci.